Welcome to episode 165 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. I freaked you out a minute there. I saw your face. You were like, where is this going? What? <laughs> Has she lost because, her mind? Because you had a face that was like very, I don't know, devilish and excited about doing something. And then you were just like, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> it was a lot of build up to nothing. <laughs> oh, well, welcome to my life. <laughs> Oh, oh God. That's, okay. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. So, <clears throat> uh, I have booked my flight to come back to Canada in July. Um, it's a, which is obviously makes me very happy because, you know, I just, I was just there. And so I'm also going to be there again soon. And, Here's the issue, which I think I've mentioned before, is that to get a car rental with the time of the flight is challenging. So national rental is open until 2 a.m. All right. Now, because of the time, when the time changed, now I'm an hour behind. And so the flight actually lands at 1 a.m. However, the last couple of times, the delay for luggage would have would have made me not be able to to make it to the car rental place so i in may tried to phone and speak to somebody at the national you know desk Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at pearson a pearson which when you google like they have a phone number and everything and then i get on the phone and it's like you know do you want to change your this do you want to do this or press five if you'd like to speak to someone at the location so i did that i don't know how many times like and i was on hold and then it would come back your call is very important to us you know yada 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 yeah anyway i panicked a little bit and i just canceled the car reservation and i made other alternative this was in may yeah yeah so now here we are again and i still need to get a car and so I, I, again, go through this whole thing. And so yesterday I said to Phil, oh, okay, well, look, I've already, I've booked a rental in, at Enterprise in Hamilton. So it'll just mean I'll have to take a cab there. I said, but here's the other thing is that now the Enterprise, there's two things. One, you know, they close, I'm leaving on a Monday. They close mm-hmm. on Saturday at 12 o'clock. Right. And they have no after hours drop off. So only, oh. only locations that have, that are in airports have after hours drop off. It feels like, I don't think that's right. I've said, I'm going through and looking at all the locations and it's, it actually yeah. says on their website. Wow. So, okay. so, all right. So then I'm like, ugh. so I thought, okay, so I phone national. I said, you know what? I'm going to phone just the 800 general line. Okay. So I, when I, some woman answers you know and I so I go I, I'm trying to get a hold of them at Pearson and and no one's answering whatever she goes okay well let me just make sure I, we have the same number fine so she gives me this other number I'm like okay perfect oh, okay no it wasn't perfect because seriously as soon as the line picks up it's about problems with your compressor press one problem this is not even for freaking national <laughs> But I have called the national. Let me tell you how annoyed I was. I was yeah. very annoyed. <laughs> so I, I bet. The only thing I can think of is that it was a call center 
that also has numerous like call mm -hmm. like it's it's working for different companies and that the mm -hmm. all right so then I'm annoyed. So then I pick the phone up again and I decide I'm going to phone back that same number. So now I get okay. someone else. I get some young guy. Okay. So I said to him, here's the thing. Like I've been trying to call and I said it was the wrong number. And he goes, oh, well, they don't, they don't answer the phone in airport locations. I said, what? He said, they're too busy. I said, well, then why when you phone, does yeah. it actually say you're calling, you know, the national car at Pearson International Airport? Yeah. Press this. He said, no, 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 they don't. I said, well, that's ridiculous. So I said, well, here's my situation. I said, like, I'm I'm worried that, like, if I book and then the luggage is delayed, I won't get there. I said, though I do notice in the frequently asked questions mm. that it says there, if your flight is delayed, that they will stay up to two hours past closing mm, time mm -hmm. i said but but that's if the flight is delayed yes. not if the luggage takes a long time yeah 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 okay See, this is why you and i should run the world because we're both understanding exactly what we're thinking about yeah and so i said but it's not it's the luggage it's not going to be the thing and so he says no well he's got the answer honey oh dear okay yeah. well then he answer? says well, the answer is, well, when you get there, just go and get your car and then go back in and get your luggage. I said, have you ever traveled internationally before? <gasps> because you have to go through customs. You have to get your luggage. You have to hand them the little custom sheet when you leave with your luggage. Then you can go to the You can't leave and come back for your luggage. I said, that is the most ridiculous thing that anyone has ever suggested to me. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe you just said that to me. <gasps> oh, my goodness gracious. I can't believe it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was, oh. and at this point, I'm like, I have the patience of a gnat. I'm like annoyed, thinking this is the stupidest thing. I can't believe, I, I, and so he's like, oh, oh, okay. No, 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 not okay. Not I okay. <laughs> I need a solution. Oh. I said, you can't get me. And nope, they won't. They, they don't answer the phone because they're too busy. Are you joking me? No. That doesn't make, that doesn't make sense either. Well, and then he says, oh, it's not just us, but none of the car rental. I said, I don't really care what is happening at another car rental place because I'm dealing with you. Yeah. And so I said, you know. Well, thanks for nothing. Have a good day. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What a waste of your time. Super, super annoyed. So now I'm like, uh, okay. Like, I'm literally thinking, okay, maybe I actually look to say, okay, how much will it cost for a night in the Sheridan? Mm -hmm. And to like, so then I would get there and then like get up in the morning and then get my car rental because mm -hmm. the other thing is that you can't, they're not, you can't rent a car in one location and return it to another location. Yeah. Which also is ludicrous. I don't, you know, here's what I don't understand about that because when I was there in May and I picked up my vehicle, I don't know, I don't know if you saw my car, but I had a Quebec license plate. 
<laughs> so it clearly has been picked up in one place and dropped off in another. We. Oui. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> correct. Oh, so my goodness. So so now I'm like, all right. So like, okay. Now I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm just going to keep the car. I'm going to like, I've got this car rented, like a, a booked for Hamilton. So here's the thing. So I thought, okay, well, let's me look. Well, if I stayed at the Sheridan, it's going to be like 200 bucks for the night. Mm -hmm. Well, let me just like plug in and see what the cost is, you know, for the car rental. For the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hanny. I book a RAV. I, I I book a RAV four at the airport. Pick it up at the airport. Drop it back off at the airport. I have a RAV four that I am picking up and dropping off exactly the same days. Mm -hmm. So picking it up on the eighth, dropping it off on the eighteenth. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you what the price difference is between the airport and the location in Hamilton? I have one rental day free so i'm using that too yeah. it is six it is sorry it is 748 dollars to pick it up in hamilton and drop it back in hamilton okay. which would which requires me to take a, a taxi to and a taxi back to the airport right so the right and then back to there it is 1995 dollars to get a rav4 for the exact same days Plus, I'm going to have to pay for it, like, a hotel. It's more than twice the amount? Isn't that ridiculous? Absolutely. I mean, it's highway, it's highway robbery is what it is. And I have priced out the difference. It's always more at the airport because there's a convenience fee. I get that, right? I get that. But, but not more than twice the no, amount difference. No, it's, it's usually about three, $400. I couldn't believe it. So then I'm like, all right, but now they don't have an after hours drop off. So I'm going to have to like not have a car from like Saturday at noon until Monday. But I need yeah. the car because I'm also, my mom is leaving on her trip and I wanted to uh, on Sunday be able to go. Oh yeah. And, and here's the thing, like Emma Lines always says, well, you can just use my Jeep, but you know what Sandy does not know how to do? Because I think every female, a friend that I've had knows how to drive a stick and I do not. Oh, you can't drive a stick. Oh, Sandy. So that's great because it's like, there's a Jeep there that I could always use and wouldn't even rent a car. But you can't drive it. I cannot drive it. Oh. So, so anyway, I'm like, ugh. So I yesterday I made a list. Like I need to phone about my mom's insurance. I need to book my mom a seat. And I need to call Enterprise in the morning. So this morning I phone up Enterprise. Oh, in dear. I love that this story is not even over. <laughs> All right. Call. I phone up yeah, and so it goes through the same thing. Are you looking to book? Oh, that was the other thing I didn't tell you, but when I phoned National yesterday, is it would be like, do you, are you wanting to make a new reservation? And you have to answer with like, no or yes. And I'm like, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. All righty. And then at one point I said it too short. And she said, I'm sorry, I didn't get that. I didn't get that. <laughs> oh, no. <Yeah. laughs> and, oh, 
<laughs> so anyway, this morning I phone and I get through and it's like, hi, this is Taylor speaking. You know, he's all chirpy and everything. I'm yeah. like, all right, Taylor, here's a scenario. <laughs> I've got a couple of things I need to ask you. I said, I have a rental right now, a reservation with you. Yeah. I said, now I'm looking on your website and I notice that it says that you are actually open Sundays from 9 to 12. Is this correct information? Oh, okay. Yes, it is. Perfect, because most of them are not open on Sundays. Okay, okay, okay. So that helps a little bit. Yes. I said, two, I'm in a bit of a pickle because because of the time that my flight arrives and when I'm leaving, I cannot pick a car up at the airport and I cannot get to you like, I want to keep my car, but you're not open, mm. and it says you have no after-hours thing. Mm. He said, no, that's right. We don't offer that. It's for security reasons because of our location. I said, I get that. But yeah. the thing is, is that I'm actually, like, you know, 500 meters down the street parking my car on the street anyways. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> what else? So security way, like, uh, uh, yeah. It's fair. like, you know, here or there. Yeah, so I said, yeah, but yeah. I said, okay. Well, then could I like drop the car off on Sunday evening and I'll leave it in your parking lot knowing that I know there's a security thing and then have my son come and bring the key the next day. Oh, okay. So he's like, when he, he said, okay, when is, when is this happening? And I said, I need, like, I'm leaving on the 18th, but I have an early flight. I said, so I'd be dropping the car off on Sunday night. He's like, I no problem. You can do that. I, we have a box on the side that you can put the key in. What? Ta- Taylor? You made my you. day. <laughs> I said, but I, when I come and pick that vehicle up, I am going to surely be dropping your name or looking for you. <laughs> and I'm going to ask for that to be put on my contract. Yes. Because I want to make sure that I'm not going to have a problem. Yeah. I mean, if the car gets stolen, the car gets stolen. Yeah. Right? I, I don't care. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, so, wow. I got, like, this should what? not be this difficult. No, what a drama. Yeah. This what is drama. drama. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, you know, and all of you out there listening are like, I don't really care. But these are the <laughs> types of things that are happening in a post, like a post-COVID world with mm-hmm. car rentals and prices, global chip shortage, they've sold off all of their cars. They don't have enough now. And mm-hmm. I mean, and now in the U S it's even worse. And mm-hmm. then people, there's a new thing that you can, people are actually renting out their personal vehicles to people. That is wild. It's and, like Airbnb, but with a car. Yes. And what people don't realize is that your own personal insurance will not cover you and neither will your credit card. So you actually right. are driving another person's car and not there's no insurance and on it. And you're uninsured. And the person that rented it to you, like normally if you gave your friend a car, like let, lent your car to someone and they got in an accident, you'd still be insured under your own insurance. That yeah. doesn't work that way. Like it's so messy. E- anyway, anywho, all of that. Well, it sounds like it's been organized. But not without a headache. No. And so, you know, now I'm just really looking forward to July 10th ice cream. Yes. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, let me tell you what happened to me yesterday. Okay. So, yes, first of all, my feet were a mess. And no. the last time I had a pedicure was oh before March break. Okay. And so I desperately needed a pedicure. And I've needed a pedicure for a long time. <laughs> but I just, you know, who's got time for that? No one. And so I just hadn't gone, hadn't gone, hadn't gone, hadn't gone. And so finally, I had a little bit of time yesterday. And I thought, you know what? I, I looked at the clock and I saw what time it was. And I thought, I wonder what time they're open to. Because it was a Sunday when I went. And so I thought, I wonder what time they're open to. And it was like, checked online. They were open until six. It was like 10 to four. I thought, oh, perfect. Like, I'm I'm going. And so I go over to my little uh, nail salon that I usually go to. And I go in and I say, and it's like a zoo in there. And so I say, is there any way that I can get a pedicure? And she was like, yeah, no problem. She's like, it'll probably be 15 minutes. Perfect. I'm happy to wait 15 minutes. I'm not in a hurry. Like ordinarily when I would go, I would like make an appointment and go for a particular time or whatever. But this was just like, it just needed to happen. And I had the window of time and I was like, I'm going, I'm going, I'm doing it. So anyway, so I wait. I, I think maybe I waited five minutes and then they like moved me to the chair with the tub of water, but then my feet soaked for a long time, yeah. <laughs> like probably a full 15 minutes before anyone came to, to, to work on my feet. Totally fine. So I was, you know, listening to my podcast and like, you know, texting with people. <laughs> it was totally fine. I was perfectly content where I was. So the girl, it's a young girl's, you know, busy, is working on my feet. And first she's like doing the like, you know, the little tool that they have that they like clip the skin like around yep. your nail bed. So she's busy yep. like working, working, working. Well, she made me bleed in two different oh, spots. No, that's not cool. Two different spots. And, and so the first time it happened, I was like, ow, like I could tell that it hurt. And then she went to like get a solution to like, yeah. you know, to, to stop the bleeding and, and to clean it. Right. And, and then it happened again. And I was like, oh my goodness gracious. But, but here I'm thinking to myself, my feet were so bad. Like she must just be, be like working so thoroughly you know, that she just like nicked me a little bit, you know, like twice because, because <laughs> I thought like, it's my own fault. My toes were so gross. Like they needed help, you know, and here she is working away. And anyway, fine. That's fine. Whatever. So then she's doing, now she's working on the bottoms of my feet and she's scrubbing and, you know, the using the like cheese grater thing. And yeah. then she's got this little like purple, like, rectangular yeah, scrub brush. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so she's busy scrubbing away. Now, keep in mind that my feet have been soaking for a very long time. Yeah. And so I don't know if maybe just like the skin was like very supple. <laughs> I don't know if that makes a difference supple. or not. But I'm telling you, at one point she like oh. scraped no! with, with that with that purple pumice rectangle and I like 
like like my like I pulled my foot away from her because uh, it hurt so badly. Well, no, I have a gouge mark out of the side of my big toe. Shit. Yeah, and so of course it's it was bleeding, and so yeah. she's like putting the antiseptic on uh, it. Stings. Yeah. And- Bleeding and it's bleeding and it's bleeding and she's like gauzing it like trying to use cotton ball to like you know and I'm like oh my goodness gracious anyway anyway she she finished like you know painting my toes my toenails look great they're bright like fluorescent orange they're I, like I really like them but my big toe has this massive red sore on the side of it because uh. she like gouged me not cool not cool not cool uh. I was not a happy camper and it's it's sore today like only if I touch it like if I if I bang my toe on like if I bang that spot on something it's yep. sore but I mean, other than that, it's fine. It just no, that's like ugh. It was really crappy. I was like, what the heck? That's why I can never get Phil to go, because he went once, and that's what happened to him. So he said never again. Okay, so this has happened to me one time before. Um, but it was at a, it was at a nail salon that I had never been to before and I've never been to since. And when she did, she, it was on my instep. Yeah. So like it was in a soft spot to begin with and she was distracted. Like uh, she was holding my foot and scrubbing my foot and like watching like other things <laughs> and like scrubbing and scrubbing and scrubbing. <laughs> and I knew like that it was like she was hurting me and I pulled my foot away and it was, but it was too late. Whereas this girl was different. Like she, it, first of all, I mean, I go to the salon when I go to get my, like, when I go for a pedicure, I typically go to this particular salon. Yeah. I've never had a bad uh, experience with them. It's always been great. Um, and this girl was very focused and very concentrated on what she was doing. So, like, I don't know how it happened, but. Was was she um, uh, working too fast, do you think, that this is because they were super busy? I don't, I don't feel that she was though. Cause I feel like she was with me. Like, I feel like she was with me a long time. Like, I don't know. Huh. I don't know. I don't, I didn't know if maybe it was just, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but I have a gouge in the side of my Fuck. toe. That sucks. Yeah. It wasn't great. It wasn't, it wasn't the best experience ever. Well, and like just hearing you say that it was a zoo in there, I have to tell you that, that that's been my experience because I had went to get my, I had a pedicure in Canada and then two days later I went somewhere else to get my nails done because I was taking my granddaughters. Right, right, right. And, and I went by, every time I went by any type of nail place, I was shocked at how busy they are. Interesting. I mean, it like, is the time of year. I, I guess think that people are yeah. certainly for their certainly for their feet. And okay. what did you pay? How much is it? 
it was 33, I think. Wow, okay. Add yeah, this to the list of things that I will miss also about Peru is how cheap it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was not it was not the best. It was not the best, although I will tell you that my feet look like other than the gouge mark, my feet do look great and my nails look beautiful. Oh, you had a manicure, too. No, my toenails. No, I oh. did not get a manicure. No. I didn't have I didn't have I didn't have that much time, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a couple of things. What well, one thing I really like about this whole story is that you just took a risk went. That is not normally you. And you had already been out, you'd been home, and now you went out again. Yes. But but really, I want you to be honest because Steph and I know really what the underlying reason that you went. <laughs> well, because I was feeling really jealous because Steph had just gotten her toenails done and they were super <clears throat> cute and you were out having a, a massage and luxurious day as well. And I felt like all these women in my life are pampering themselves. What am I doing? Pity, you're in a pity party. So you were like, I did. I did. <laughs> gonna pull up my bootstraps, get myself out. Exactly. Well, exactly. good for you. And so good for out you. I and, went. And on behalf of Steph and I, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, that was, oh, my goodness. That was, that was my, my, latest you know my latest outing my latest event um so one of the things that i was listening to while i was getting my uh my feet gouged um was i was listening to a few more episodes of we can do the we can do hard things podcast mm -hmm. with uh glennon doyle and in the last few days, I've listened to quite a, like a handful of these episodes. And, and I really, there was one that I was listening to that I was like, got halfway through and I'm like, I'm not interested in this person that they're talking to. And I stopped. That, whoa. I know. Who are you? Who that is, are you? That is very unlike me. It is very unlike me to leave something unfinished. Yeah. Um. I may go back and finish it just to finish it, but, but, for now, but for now I've left it for now. I've left yeah. it. Um, but I listened to a handful of episodes and I'm really, really enjoying it. But there was one episode that I was listening to. And I think it was one of the episodes that they did with Brene Brown, if I'm remembering correctly, but they were talking about the difference between grit and grind. Ooh. And okay. you know that you that there's that you can say that you have grit or you can say that you are like grinding, like that you are grinding something out or you know, your nose to the grind, you know, or grindstone. Yeah. That, that might be. Yeah. Um, and so the difference is that in both cases, the similarity, I guess we'll start with that. The similarity is that you're sticking with something, you're sticking with something that is tough to do. So when you have grit, you stick with something. It's difficult, it's tough, uh, but you stick with it. 
when you're grinding, you're doing the same thing. You are sticking with something that is tough to do and you're continuing to do it, even though it's difficult. The difference is the reason why. Okay. And so they said, when you have grit, you're sticking with something and you're continuing and persevering with something that is difficult because, but you're doing it for yourself, mm -hmm. right? Like you, you have that internal motivation to continue to do something, even though it's difficult because you want it. You want to get better. You want to, you want to complete it. You want to achieve something. You want to better yourself. You like, whatever the reason is you're sticking with it because ultimately it's what you want. When you are grinding, when you feel like that every day is a grind, you are sticking with something that is difficult to do and persevering with something that is challenging for others. Right. So you're, you're doing that because, of, because either because others expected of you or because you think others expected of you or uh, you're, you're doing it to benefit others, but it's, it, it's an, it's the, the real, maybe the, the locus of motivation is external as opposed to internal, right? It's something mm -hmm. that you do to, yeah, and it might, and they, and they, they were talking about this for a while and giving different examples from their lives. And, and it's not even, it might not even be something that you're doing that benefits others, but it's something that you're doing because others, because you feel like you'll let others down if you don't, because you think that's what others expect from you, because that's what you've always done. So you continue to do it. Like it was mm -hmm. all these different things. And I was, and I just thought that was really, it was an interesting differentiation between the two. Yeah. Because, yeah, because I think everyone knows what it feels like to feel like you're, you're, you're in a grind, you know, like yeah. just, you know, um, showing up and doing what you need to do and hating every moment of it. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it, it, is the difference between doing something because you want to do it and doing something because you have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Whether you having to do it is, is like you said, you know, perceived. Right. Or truth. Right. 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 Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So I, I just thought that was interesting. It was just like a little blurb that I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Like yeah. a couple of little, you know, mm -hmm. just, I mean, always, you know, and this is something that comes up again and again and again for us, you know, that the, that language really matters and that yeah. different things, different words have a slightly different connotation or a slightly different intention or a slightly different meaning depending on the yeah. situation or depending on the word itself, right? Mm -hmm. You know, the, the grind of it can also be that it's just something that just you're not you're not enjoying it. I mean, if it's like eating food that you don't enjoy because you're supposed to eat it because it's good to eat, mm -hmm. opposed to finding like the the grit is like it takes more effort to make yes. that food or to go and source that or to prepare it, but you do it because you know you feel 
And when you do it, you want to make a change. You want to be healthier. So, yeah, you can, I mean, you can apply that to anything that we do in life. Like, I mean, when you think about, I, I think instinct, instinctively, when we hear the grind, we often are thinking that's about our job. Mm-hmm. Right? It's mm-hmm. like doing it, doing it, like doing it for the man. Do you remember right. that? Do you remember that cart? There was a cartoon. What was yes. it called? Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, using those words and the, the, the thoughts behind it can apply to many things. Exercise, activity, doing something because everybody else is doing it. We're supposed to do it and it feels good or it doesn't feel good to us, but it feels good to everyone else. You're grinding and doing and doing and doing and getting zero joy out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, no benefits. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting, you know, and how, how do we not already know these things? Like, how do, how do we not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how, how is it that I've never thought about that on my own? I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think mostly, I think often because we just don't give ourselves the time to sort of think in that way, right? Like, we just don't. It's not that I didn't think that. It's just that I didn't think of it. Yes. You yeah. know, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. I, I thought that was, I thought that was good. You know, and it's exactly yeah. like you said. It's really first and foremost. It's about making sure that the things that you're doing are for yourself. Yeah. You know, and then you know after that, making sure that the things that you're doing are things that you enjoy doing even if and and just because you enjoy doing it doesn't mean that it's easy right right like often the things that Mm -hmm. we enjoy doing are are difficult yeah yeah I mean even when it you know even if you relate that to food you know like like it is difficult to you know always be thinking about what the next thing is that you're going to make or you know it's difficult to prep things to make sure that you're organized for the day or for the next two days or for the week it's you know it's difficult to maybe not not necessarily difficult but it's a it takes time and effort to put together a meal plan if that's what you're interested in. It it takes takes time and effort to make a grocery list. You know, like like yes. all that stuff takes something of you. It doesn't just happen. Yeah. You know? For sure. And mm-hmm. so if you can hopefully if you can make it something that you enjoy doing or find yeah. some enjoyment in it, that's maybe gonna be I mean whether it makes a difference for the long-term impact or not, like the long-term ability to do it, I'm not sure. Like the here, so here's a question: if if you're doing something, if you've got grit to do something, or if you are grinding through something, do you think that if you've got grit to do it, you're going to be able to ha- like hang on for longer? Oh, for sure. As long as, as long as the outcome, like whatever that motivation is, like whatever, whatever is um, making you want to continue doing it is still there. I think when that, if that changes, then that, that can change, that can turn into grind. 
Yes, 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 yes. Right? Yeah. And so I, I, and I think that for a lot of us that we wait too long to either acknowledge or recognize when that switch yeah. might happen and to the point we get that we're just resentful of yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so do you know what I thought you were going to talk about? Because oh. you also messaged me telling me that you were catching up on all of these. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I listened to it today. Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. <laughs> Just because I looked and it was the next one that came up. And I had, I, something happened with my spot. I used to listen on Spotify to them. And okay. then something happened to my Spotify Um like it, re I think with an update on my phone and I lost everything that I was listening to in there. And then for the life of me, couldn't remember. And so right. then said that and I'm like, huh. Then I went into like Apple and I'm like, why are they not coming up really close? Anyways, the episode's called Silent Sex Queen. And he had messaged me to say I'm only 15 minutes into this and I'm chuckling. I was, I was chuckling. So then I felt like, well, if you've chuckled, then I need to find out what this is yeah. about. Yeah. Um, and I actually really enjoyed it. I, it was really, I found it really interesting. I actually think that a lot of people would get value out of listening to it. Yeah. I, I mean, just even thinking about the reason, like, you know, the motivations or the expectations for women in a, in, in a sexual relationship, why we do it, like, to hang on. Like, there's always some something that we're either we're trying to please someone else invest in in like you know keeping the our male partner only interested in us like it was super interesting I, truly I, like at the beginning they were so nervous and uncomfortable about like about what they were about to talk about that I found it very funny like I was chuckling quite yeah. a bit at the very beginning because they were just like like I could just imagine because you could hear it in their in their voices how panicked they were about this idea and about the things that they were about to say. And then yeah. they started to get into it and they were just talking about, you know, all sorts of different things like you're yeah. like, you know, related to things that you've already said and, you know, and about how, you know, and just about sex as a part of being in a healthy relationship right yeah. and or an unhealthy one and yeah. and then and then toward the end like there was other stuff that they were talking about that was making me chuckle too but the the middle chunk I wasn't laughing it was it was yeah. actually it was very interesting very serious like and it is it was interesting to have heard like these three women talking about um, things that they think about or things that they've read about or things that they're wondering about when it comes mm -hmm. to the their understanding as as younger people about sex yeah. and what it was and and then how that changed or didn't change as they got older and and right mm -hmm. now of course we're in June and so June in 
elementary school means it's now time for growth and development discussions oh. and health relationship discussions in health class. And okay. so my class is right in the midst of talking about safety online, consent, what that is, healthy and unhealthy relationships. And so it was interesting to hear these women sort of figuring things out for themselves yeah. as adults and then also to be a part of the conversation that these 13 and 14 year olds in my class are having. So yes. that's kind of an interesting uh, parallel, you know, yes. that, that it's, you know, and, and I think we sometimes forget that. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's a, a case of forgetting or if it's just something that we separate purposely, mm -hmm. but we, we don't always think of uh, sexual health as being a part of our health and wellness. Yes. Right? Yeah. Even yeah. though it very much is, right? Because if we're talking about, you know, being healthy, then we want to make sure physically we're healthy. But if we're talking about being well, we want to make sure that mentally we're well and that our relationships are healthy too. So, yes. you know, it's, it, it's uh yeah i mean it definitely is an episode worth listening to if you're interested in listening yes. to hard things for yeah. sure yeah 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 um and uh, do you find your as your class i i mean last year and i think we may have chatted about it in the mm -hmm. podcast mm -hmm. was that i was amazed at the questions that mm -hmm. the kids were asking you mm -hmm. you know i mean how which was fantastic because I can tell you what, like one, well, that wasn't even discussed in, in school. I don't remember any yeah. of that. No. And two, I can't imagine that I would have in a public forum, but even asking, and I know some of the kids asked publicly and some didn't, but mm -hmm. at least they asked the questions and they trusted you with mm -hmm. that information mm -hmm. too, you know, or with those questions. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, last year I had a group of kids who were very, interested in learning and were very um interested in their own uh yeah in their own personal like personal learning but also in their academic growth and and they were kids that didn't really care about what anyone else was thinking like they were very a, a real self-assured kind of group and so they had lots of questions and and many of them just like outright asked questions this year I have a class that is unlike any I've ever had before. Um, and they're a group of kids who are extremely more self-conscious than what would mm -hmm. be typical for the age group from what I've ever seen in my life. And they don't speak at all. It, it's very uncommon for like anyone but maybe four or five of them to say anything ever. And do you think that, I, I mean, I, I just because you, you teach at a middle school, mm -hmm. so all of these kids have come from other schools. Mm -hmm. And do you think that having had two years of basically online learning before getting to this year maybe played a role in that? I think it's, I think it's, I think it has to have had an impact, yeah. but I don't see it in other classes. Ah, uh, fair. 
So there's something about this mix of kids that is different. So interesting. Um, and so I'm telling you, like, truly, to talk to these children, it's like I... I, it's like talking to a wall, like uh, there's no response. There's no, and, and it's been this way since September. And so yeah. I thought that things might get better. <laughs> things yes. have not gotten better. And so I will always like build into the lesson, like into whatever lesson it is, whether it's math or geography or whatever, like a spot for people to ask questions. No one ever asks questions. No one, no, I mean, half, it, it feels like half of them don't even know what's going on, but they also don't have questions, you know, like who, yeah, yeah. what is happening in the, the room? I, I don't know. So. I will tell you that we have now had three full lessons based on relation, like healthy and unhealthy relationships, online safety and consent, like sort of all tied together, those three topics. We've had mm -hmm. three full lessons. And in each lesson, I put a section where people can ask questions. At least half of the kids have asked questions every single time. Really? The most, in not, no one speaks, yeah. <laughs> no Correct. one speaks, but it is the most interaction that I have had with these students okay. all year. Okay, well, so but that's uh, positive. That <laughs> is because I, I mean, this is, this is important. It's important and, and stuff. You know what, you know what? It, it does make me feel a little bit better because it's like you, you know, you said before, you know, that my kids, la like my students last year trusted me enough to ask and they did, yeah. but they trusted each other enough to ask yes. in front of each other. Whereas I think that's the problem with this group is they don't trust each other. Yes. And, and they because... do, but they must trust me enough because I'm telling you, most of them are asking me things. Yeah. And, and like really great questions. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so it does, it makes me feel a little bit less like I've failed this class of students. Yeah. Um, which is nice because I'm telling you like grit and grind this year has been. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Day yeah. in day out so yeah. that doesn't feel great you know yeah. so I have been happy with that but yeah no these kids have lots of questions about what to do if or you know what does this mean like what does this actually mean or you know a lot of questions about you know if you agree to something one day and then you then you like okay decision what do you do then you know like lots uh. Lots of really important questions that kids at 13 and 14 need to be asking. And, and I said to one student today, actually, I said, you know what? I said, these are really important questions and really important things to be thinking about and to know because there are a lot of adults who have these questions yeah. don't know, you know? And, yeah. and really it, it made me think of the, the conversation, um, that these podcast hosts on we can do hard things we're we're talking about because yeah oh so yeah like it, it's just when we don't talk about things then there's a real issue with and i mean you're talking to you know like bringing it back to things like like food you know like you are talking to a person who likes to stick her head in the sand and doesn't like to talk about things because yeah 
I don't want other people to know because I'm ashamed about things because I, you know, because I feel, you know, guilty about actions because, you know, because I, I just want things to pass over, you know, like I don't like conflict, you know, like I am, I am the person who wants to just brush things under the rug and move forward, you know, but the, but the difficulty is that Number one, if we never talk about things, then we never really know. We never really get the answers that we need. Yeah. The other thing, if we don't talk about things, then we inevitably make whatever it is that we're not talking about a much bigger deal than it needs. And I see that in my own life when it comes to food and eating patterns and weight that I feel ashamed of myself for choices that I made about things that I ate or amounts that I ate or, you know, whatever it might be. And then the, you know, the, you know, the, the weight that, that comes on as a, you know, as a result of that. And I don't want to talk about it because I'm embarrassed about it. And by not talking about it, it becomes an even more embarrassing thing, you know, and the longer you don't say anything and the more people you're unwilling to talk to about it, the bigger, like it just, it's like the pink elephant in the room that just gets, it's taking up more and more and more of the room. And, And then when you finally like say something, it's like, oh, first of all, it wasn't that embarrassing to say. Second of all, no one else cares. You know, (laughs) third of all, like, why did I let this thing become so massive in my life and I didn't need to? Right. You know, and I think when we're Mm -hmm. talking about sex, that's a perfect example of something that societally we've been told we don't talk about that no no like you know it's yeah. it's hushed tones it's not you know like it's not this it's not that it's not you know proper we shouldn't say that blah, blah, you know and then you you make it into this big thing that no one could talk about yeah you know like a lot of questions from students about like well you know how do you like how do you have this conversation with someone and like yeah and, And a lot of what I have to say is if you're not willing to talk to a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a partner, like about whatever it is, uh, you know, then maybe you're not, you shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. You know, like, like if you can't talk about it, then you probably can't do it either. Like, I I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, you know, but, but I, when I have to, like, when I, turn those conversations back on myself and I think about well what are the things that that you're too embarrassed to talk about I mean it's it's like my binge eating habits that's the thing of of everything in my life that is the thing that I'm the most embarrassed about you know so but the more I talk about it the more I realize like no one cares like the embarrassment you feel is silly yeah yeah no one is, you know, laughing at you. No, like it's not a big deal, you know. Um, but, but I mean, certainly, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, but certainly, like before I joined WW for the last time, every time I would talk to someone, like someone about 
my weight or about food or something, I would cry every time. Like I couldn't, I couldn't help it. Like I was so mortified about the whole thing that it, it caused me to yeah. cry every time, you know, yeah. and I'm, I'm way past that now. I like, yes. I mean, I'd like to think at this moment in time, I'm feeling past it. I mean, six yeah. months from might not be a year from now you know sometimes you regress a little bit but but for now <laughs> I certainly don't feel the need to cry every time I talk about you know something ridiculous that I ate I will tell you that yeah but oh my goodness <laughs> but I'm I'm not fully cured <laughs> no no I I don't think any of us are ever cured of all of those things there's there you know, which is okay. They're there. Yeah. We just need to keep them at bay. Yeah. Learn yeah. a lesson. But I, but I do, I really do believe that when you make things a secret or when you make things hush hush, you give them a lot of power. Yeah. And, yeah. and for what purpose? Yeah. The other thing too is that, and this is something that, you know, just this, you know, the last year I've really started thinking about is that all of those things that we keep to ourselves we end up feeling like they they burden us mm -hmm. and so once you actually can share it it doesn't make whatever it is necessarily better or go away but it certainly I know that there have been times and then I've physically felt lighter mm -hmm. like it's an unburdening like mm -hmm. it's and I never, I don't think I would have recognized that in the past. So mm -hmm. I often think about it, you know, with things just be like, I just need to like get rid of it. Like I have to be done with it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that means telling somebody something, mm -hmm. you know. Um, when yeah. would it not? Like, like, so you've got something that you know, you're ruminating on and it's percolating mm -hmm. and, and it's, and it's burdening you, it's weighing you down. And is there something other than sharing it with another person that can get rid of it? Um, not for me, for me, no. Yeah, I mean, I, I know, so I know for some people that like, they can write it down and then it's uh -huh. gone. That doesn't, that's not me. Mm -hmm. Um, the only, like, I did try recently is I couldn't sleep, and it's because I had so many things that I was, like, thinking about, mm. like, that I had to do, and then it was like, is this going to work out? Well, what if that, like, all of these things, and I actually got up and did write them down, but, like, do that kind of brain dump that yeah, I yeah, know yeah. works for people. Uh, it didn't work for me, but at least it was something that I knew, because I had that in, the, like, there was, I knew about it. Like, I knew yeah. that that was something that was available that people do, and that maybe I, I thought, okay, I'm just going to get up and try it because I've been laying here for three hours, like mm -hmm. not being able to sleep. Mm -hmm. No. And then worrying how crappy I'm going to feel tomorrow because I worst. can't, do you know what I mean? Like you're looking, yes. you're like counting down, oh, two more hours. So I have to get mm -hmm. up, you know, oh, one hour before I have to get up. Mm -hmm. I, and like, it's just, it's not so used to happen much more when I was working. Yeah. Like you would wake up every hour because your body was yeah. worried that it wouldn't get yes. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have, I have that often. Yeah, I hate that. Spent a lot of time about my car drama. <laughs> yeah, the the car drama was the 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 principal story in this podcast episode, but I, <laughs> it was it was pretty ridiculous. 
Yeah. I just so, can't I mean, believe that that guy was like, just go out, get your vet, like get the car and then come back for your luggage. Like truly, what is he thinking? I mean, if you're domestic, like you could probably do it, right? Because yeah. door, you're not supposed to, but you the doors could, do open you back could. and forth, back and forth. But right? you could, if you were, if yeah. you were domestic, you could do that for sure, for sure. But let's remember too, it would also require that then I'd have to take the car out and then I have to drive all the way around to go into park it, yep. get a parking ticket. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's not like it's super close to where you pick the cars up. I'd have to drive all the way but, up and around and go, come but on. It was, but it was equally as strange for him to tell you that, oh no, they never pick up the phone at the airport. They're too busy. What do you mean they never pick up the phone at the airport? Why do they have a phone then? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and trust me, uh, as recently as December of 2021, I stood at a counter uh, of a car rental location at an airport and waited for the person while they were on the phone. So and don't yeah. tell me they never pick up the phone. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That would be something that I would be like, annoyed about and I'd be like festering about it and worrying about how I and that would those types of situations would keep me up not knowing how am I going to manage this I'm gonna have to drop this car off and then I'm gonna have to do this yeah I was actually looking for like zip car or one of those things in Hamilton to see would I be able to just grab a car for the day you know like then I have to join and I gotta pay this monthly I'm like seriously brutal thank goodness for Taylor thank goodness for Taylor (laughs) I really should maybe I should Put it on my list and maybe I should learn how to drive a stick. I mean, it might be time. But it's not like no one has ever tried to teach me before, Henny. I've tried twice. Really? Yes. I had a boyfriend. He had a Honda Civic. And then, you know, to everyone's laughter as I was like bunny hopping it across, I could Mm -hmm. not figure it out. And then my first husband also had a Camaro that was when we first got married and it was a stick and he tried a couple times and that also that really should have been the indication when I shouldn't have married him that whole experience <laughs> yeah I mean Sandy you could do it I probably I mean I'm not sure I could but I've driven no. standard since I was 16 and I've only ever had a standard car yeah like I know you do I was I had a very good friend named Kathy she always drove a stick Tiffany my she always drove stick yeah and then one day i realized i'm the only person that does not know how to drive a stick in this whole world yeah my yeah um one of my sister-in-laws before she married my brother she lived with us for a couple of years and so she had to learn to drive a standard car because all of our vehicles at that time were standard so she she also learned the my youngest brother does not drive a standard he's the he's the only one the rest of us all do. Well, you could do it. You could do it. It might be time. It might be, it might be time. <laughs> this might be might time. Be. Oh all right. Goodness. Well, all right. Sandy, an absolute pleasure to chat with you. <laughs> I'm so glad I got to hear the the ridiculous uh, car story. Exactly. Ridiculous. And anyways, always I'm a pleasure. Put, think I'm going to put some polysporin and a Band-Aid on my toe. Think Sounds it good. Little, Sounds like a plan. Little protection. And yeah. uh, <laughs> we'll chat next week. Okie dokie. Well, you have a good right. night and uh, I will chat with you later. All right. Okay. Ciao. Bye.